Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Favourite Takeaway the show for people who love food but can't always be bothered to cook it. I'm Tom Crane and joining me today is my good friend Sim Ranshaw. How are you Sim? Have you had a nice week? Yeah, week's been good. Week's been good. Um, I went to a gig and uh, after the gig I was quite hungry but now listen, the venue for this place wasn't that far from where I lived. Now I had two options. I could either get an Uber back home or I could have got the tube. So I decided to get an Uber but it took too long for the guy to turn up. Right. So I then cancelled it and thought, oh, you know what I'll do? I'm going to order my takeaway now, jump on the tube, because I know the tube will be quicker, and then get home and it'll arrive in time. Oh, you were trying to beat the takeaway back to your house. This is it. This is it. It was a race against time, Crane. This is so exciting. This is so exciting. Genuinely, Simran, my my legs are wiggling beneath the desk. That's how excited (laughs) I am about this story. (laughs) So um, I I placed the order and it said... Uh, 30 to 45 minutes and I was like oh, oh. great not a problem my journey is going to be 25 minutes right on the tube I, I place the order and I start walking to the tube and I'm yep. just I'm on my I'm on my phone I'm checking I'm listening to music and then I check the, deli- <laughs> the status of the del- Deliveroo and all of a sudden it's dropped down from 45 minutes down to with you in 15 to 20 minutes oh no and I was like okay. oh shit now I really need to get move on so I started running to the tube and then got on the tube. And as I'm on the tube, I now lose my signal. So I can't see where it is. And I've just got this panic as I'm thinking, fuck, what if he's there? How long is he going to stay? Do these guys stay? Is it like a cab that has waiting time or do they just leave? How long do you think you might be staying on your doorstep for going, I do need to make money this evening, but it's it's more important to me that Simran has his, uh, his food. <laughs> well, I'm now thinking literally in minutes. I'm like, Brilliant. I think I'm going to be two minutes, like maybe one minute either side, two minutes. Will he stay for two minutes? So I get off the tube. I look at my watch again and I'm like, right, I've got about I've got about seven minutes now yeah. to get home. And the delivery's already got the map out. So he's in the map and I can see the bike is coming and I'm at the station. <laughs> and I'm like, right, I think I can possibly make this if I run. And I run, and I'm not going to lie, Crane, as I ran, I tripped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, tripped. I tripped. I've not run and tripped in a long time. But I Did ran you fall over? I sort of fell over a bit, but I sort of I did that sort of 
stumble forward like and i bent down and then i went back up again i was like okay and then i picked up pace as, as, as i went tall so did you make it what happened then so i ran and then i could see him okay i could see him at the door yeah at the door looking up looking around and then he had he had the takeaway bag yeah. out of his delivery bag and um i could see him putting it back into the delivery bag oh. as he was about to leave and as so, i saw him i went hey Hey, 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 I'm here, I'm here. And uh, everyone was turning around and looking at me as I ran to the delivery man. And you ran towards him and then you, and then he did the lift from Dirty Dancing, didn't he? He held you it up was in all, the air. It was very Dirty Dancing. He, he lifted me and then he had a pizza slice in his hand, which I ate. <laughs> <laughs> like a ballerina. Lovely moment. Baby doesn't put dips in the corner. <laughs> I like your panic that you thought if he'd put the cakeaway back in the bag and zipped it, there's no way he'd get it out again. You saw, you saw him <laughs> zipping the bag. If he closes that bag, the pizza's gone forever. It like, it's, it, it, there's a, like a puff of smoke and it can bust. There's some kind of delivery thing. You're not there on time and your pizza will be destroyed. Um, that's awesome, Sim. I found that genuinely exciting. And uh, my legs are still wiggling now. Uh, three minutes in, okay, they're still wiggling. So, so tell me, go on, tell me what happened to you this week. Well, my, mine's just a very minor takeaway thing but I think it is a thing that um there's a great lesson in it I had a Chinese and um I always get the same thing which is normally egg fried rice crispy beef and if I'm sharing with Claire I'll also get uh, lemon chicken but then I have to ring up and I tell them to change the lemon sauce for a sweet and sour sauce because I prefer the way they do the chicken when they do the lemon chicken than when they do the normal sweet and sour it's very complicated yeah I decided two nights ago when having my normal Chinese that I've been looking forward to for ages uh, to go off piste and to order something I don't normally order. And okay. it was a disaster. And the dishes that turned up, I hated. It meant I hated the whole meal. I spent the whole meal going, I really wish I was eating crispy beef. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and, I, and I can't ring up now and order a supplementary crispy beef to arrive an hour after my first dish, because that basically says to them, we didn't think much of your first attempt at cooking for me. So I had this meal, and it's, it reminds me, I went on a date when I was about 19, not to brag, I did. I went on a date when I was 19 in Cardiff, and this date, because I thought, I'm going to try and be impressive, I'm going to go off-piste, I'm going to get something that looks cool. I went for something called pineapple rice, which I thought for some reason oh. made me look good, because it was 12 okay. quid. Hey, big spender. 12 quid for pineapple rice? I know. Tell me about it. Showy as well for a 19-year-old. Are, like, are we talking rice with chunks of pineapple or are we talking... Well, this is what I assume. Bits I of assumed pineapple was... shaped into rice. <laughs> I suppose no one's sticking the latter, are they? No one's sticking the latter. <laughs> well, it's, it's weirder than that, Sim, it turns out. It isn't uh, rice with chicken and pineapple and stuff like that mixed in in a sort of special fried rice style. Uh, what it was was, um, was boiled rice served in a pineapple. <laughs> So they had just <laughs> completely scooped out the innards of a pineapple and then just stuck rice in it. It's just a receptacle. It's supposed to look nice and you're supposed to then scoop that into your bowl to have the rice. I didn't realise that that's what you're supposed to do. So instead I just sat there throughout the day eating spoonfuls of rice from a pineapple that I was holding in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> like I was having a breakdown and lived in the Caribbean. It was kind of it was just a very weird moment. Um, and, and we didn't see each other again, to be honest. That didn't go any, any further. But, but my point is, and I'd like to put this to our listeners as well. Have you ever gone off-piste? Have you ever ordered something you don't normally go for and 
has it ever worked out or has it ever gone horribly wrong? We want to hear your stories. And do you feel that it's best just to play it safe? Like my girlfriend does. She will basically get the same faux soup, 15 takeaways in a row, because she knows what it is. She doesn't even love it that much. It's just in the ground where she's happy with it. And it's going to be no worry. She knows where she is with it. Do you think you should always play it safe? Do you do that? Or are you a risk taker takeaway wise? Want to hear about more of that sort of stuff. And we've also had correspondence in general, haven't we, Simran? Talking of which, talking of the wonderful emails you've yes. been sending us. Uh, what, what have we got this week, Sim? So we've got one here from John. Uh, he says, hey, guys, really enjoying the podcast. I've recently moved from an area with unlimited choice of takeaways to a place where Justy has only a few local Indian takeaways available. Mm. Fear not, I found a new takeaway approach which includes him investing, this is it, yep. investing in a delivery driver bag. In a what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he invests in a delivery driver oh. bag to help keep food warm, which he then goes and collects. So he now looks to pre-order his food for a set collection time. And then when the kids go to bed, he drives down for five minutes, collects the food in his delivery bag and returns them. Oh, that's so, so good. So John, you've decided to solve problem of few Indian takeaways by essentially becoming a takeaway driver, a delivery driver. That's so good. That is the yeah. problem. If you pick up takeaway yourself, the the plastic bag means it probably will be cold by the time it gets home. So I think there's a logic to that. I, I think it's a nice idea. I think there's something in that. I do, I do agree. And I think we've all probably done this when there's a Domino's and it is a cheaper in collection. And if you've got a car, you do think, fuck it, I might as well just go and drive, pick it up, pick up a spare and pick up an extra one for free and come back. And then when you get back home, you're like, yeah, that was worth it, actually, <laughs> rather than just forking out the cash. I think we've all been there. So, John, I do agree with yeah. you. There is benefit to this. 100%. Let's move on. What, what do we got next? Our next correspondence is from Anon. Oh, okay. okay. This person's already feeling shameful about their takeaway habits. So, hey guys, love the pod. Thought I would tell you about my weird takeaway habits. I get the same takeaway, same meal every single time. He gets a cheeseburger, extra mustard, fries, coke for the drink, an equivalent of a McFlurry, onion rings and barbecue sauce. So... Anon here says he gets the tank from the extra mustard on the burger, salt from the chips, sweet from the onion rings, and sweet from the barbecue sauce. It's the perfect combo. And aside from the odd occasion when I, when I order a pizza, I will never, ever deter from this order. Oh, well, that, well, that's what I've been saying, isn't it, Sim? You know, this is the risk of going off piste. What's I was saying? Recently, however, he ordered... Uh, he went to order his same meal that he does every single time, but they discontinued the onion rings. Oh. Since then, he cannot bring himself to order the same meal because he says, if I can't have the full order, there is no satisfaction. I need all the parts or none of yeah. the parts. Absolute despair. So he wants to know, is there one element of a meal so important that would stop you ordering the whole meal altogether? If it wasn't available. Great question. That is a really great question. There definitely is. Now, and this actually is something that comes up in our episode today with Ellie. Um, Ellie Taylor, our guest tonight, she she has she's ordered Domino's pizza, as you, as you will find out. And for me, I will never go for a pizza place that does not do dips. I feel that dips are such a crucial part of the pizza experience. I could not go for anywhere that does not do the sensible dips. Okay, so so you're in Florence, you're in Naples. And you are ordering your pizza, margarita or something basic, simple, because that's probably how that, probably how it should be done. Yep. And you're also ordering a barbecue sauce. Are you or were you then walking out of the restaurant? I'm not ordering a bar I'm not ordering a barbecue sauce, but I Otherwise <laughs> otherwise they don't get your custom. <laughs> well, I think when you're on holiday there are different rules. I asked for um 
some mayonnaise to go with a pizza when I was in Rome once and they wanted to throw me out the restaurant. Um, <laughs> but I do feel you need a wetness for your pizza. I really sincerely believe this. In that situation, I would go, listen, Mr. Florence Chef, I appreciate the effort you've got. And also, I'm in a nice square. The vista's lovely. I've got a, a large G&T on the go. I'm enjoying this for different reasons. But, I, but if I'm here, then I will. I would never order online, for example, from a pizza place that doesn't do the correct dip. Yes, yes. Thank you very much for those correspondence. And if you want to get in touch, here's how. You can follow us on Insta on My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, on Twitter on Fav Takeaway Pod, or email us hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. Right, time for our guest. It's Ellie Taylor, an excellent comedian and author who's appeared on shows like Ted Lasso, The Last Leg and Mock the Week, and recently released the brilliant book My Child and Other Mistakes, How to Ruin Your Life in the Best Way Possible. So here she is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So we are sat in uh, Brentwood's most palatial home. This is really lovely. Tom, stop it. <laughs> stop it. This old thing. Stop it. It's amazing. I'm being sort of doused in light from about seven different windows. There's the sound of birds and green as far as the eye can see. It's amazing. Thanks, mate. Yeah. On the journey here, we saw some deer. We did see some deer, <laughs> yeah. It was a real treat for coming out of London. right? Yeah, we were, in, we were in Hackney before this, so it's quite, it's quite the change. We have a lot of badger issues. Oh, dear. oh, terrible here badger problems. Here. here. Oh, okay. not in Hackney. What are, the, what are the badger issues? Well, they just dig up the garden. They just come in and look for food and then dig it up. OK. And, and what do you do about that? Oh, well, we just leave them because... <laughs> because, because they've got TB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my child to get TB. We leave out some mashed potato for them. Bodger yeah. badger reference. Oh, yeah. Bodger nice badger. Um, <laughs> no, we just leave them to it. But, yeah, it's, it's weird, the, the, the sort of issues that you have here. So we have a lot of space, which is lovely compared to London, but... Um, I mean, to immediately turn it towards the podcast because I'm professional, it's very different sort of food and drink vibe around oh, here. Well, good. Thank very you. Professional. Very good. We have um, a lot of boxes of food in front of us. We do. All from Domino's. And yeah. we don't know what's in there. I think we should briefly explain. The, re <laughs> the reason we're speaking in hushed tones is because um, Ellie's daughter is asleep above us. Yeah. And she's, yeah, um, she's been a weird... She's crying a lot, so we're just trying to minimise the crying. So we have to not... So no man... 
booming. Because it sounds a bit like we're sort of on the run, but we're still trying to record a podcast in a cupboard. So <laughs> I don't want to get, don't I want to get like, caught. I feel like I'm in some sort of like speakeasy vibe. Where oh, so you've got to keep it down. We've got to keep it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Domino's is basically one of the pro prohibited <laughs> things. And we're sleeping it in. Because Domino's is just walking around. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a shotgun. <laughs> can I drop what... I can only describe it as an absolute bombshell. Uh, this has never happened before. Uh, Michael, our producer, when he saw your order, described it as bland. Oh, oh my God, it's so, <laughs> so bland. And decided to add extra things no, to spice it up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, we got a takeaway um, Indian the other night and, you know, it was, it was proper blandsville, like tikka masala, korma, okay. and it got switched, a classic got switched with someone else's and it was, got, we got a much spicier one. I felt so sorry for the people who got out. I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't eat half the stuff. We just had a bit of so night on a old job. Yeah. <laughs> It's come to our house instead. Um, right, so we should right, meet so up so Pizza. I always just go margarita. I don't want to dick around. I don't want to mess around with toppings. I always go margarita. Here's so a margarita. What, so what do we have here? So we this have... is your margarita. My margarita. This is what I always get with Domino's. I will always get um, just just the cheese and tomato, but I need a lot of the dipping sauce. Yeah, huge fan. Like a big. Okay. I've got an extra big one. I would. I would say regular size pots. I will get through six pots yeah. with a with a, a regular size pizza. I think this, the the introduction of the big tub of garlic and herb sauce is the most important change in the culinary world they've, for the last decade. They've listened to their, their people, yeah. <laughs> and then this one here is mine, so that's like for a us meaty. to try. So do you eat meat? Yeah. You do? Okay. okay. just never on a pizza, I just so don't this want is, to. Right. So this is Texas barbecue, but with yeah. the change, I remove the chicken and I replace it with pepperami, and I remove the peppers and I replace them with Domino's herbs. Are you saying oh. this is what you've done or this is what? This is what I have done tonight. So you, oh, it's, okay. it's bespoke. It's bespoke, exactly, yeah. So I thought we'd give it a go. Um, oh, fair enough. So, what, so why do you why do you go margarita? What's your... Because I just don't. I just think it's the simplest, most beautiful pizza. I don't honestly don't understand why you'd ever add anything else. I've never had a pizza and gone. I'm so glad there was meat on it or some kind of bit of pepper. Okay. Just no, no man. So are you no quite a, sort of quite a risk averse eater in general. What's what's how would you describe your eating? Are you? Um, are you adventurous with food? No, no, I don't like spice stuff okay. at all. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I think. Pizza in, in Essex, we've found it really hard to find. Because okay. in London, where we were, there was a lot of, you know, your sourdough bastards yeah. everywhere. Uh, Delicious. Massively. Oh, you like it? I yeah. think it's overrated. Oh, I love it. I really love okay. it. Yeah. Or just like, you know, Franco Manca, a chain. But I, but I think Franco Manca is too eggs. much dough. Oh, please. Oh, yeah, the crust. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's basically all dough, crust. It's like they've forgotten to do the middle bit. Well, maybe they need some dipping sauce and you can be more interested. <laughs> there you go. Um, so this is like, we, I, would, I would say maybe we have Domino's once or twice a year. Okay. okay it's like a treat. So I remember we had Domino's. I had Domino's the day after I did the marathon because I was like, well, the, the night after I did the marathon. Yeah, yeah. We had it the day after we got married because we were hungover. And, yeah. But it would never be like, it's not like, I do love a proper Italian pizza, but sometimes you so, just yeah. can't go wrong. So this is the equivalent of the day after you got married. This is as important it's as it's bringing an back occasion. all those memories. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you've moved back to Brentwood now. So this, is, so this is where you grew up then? Yes. So, so growing up, what, was your, what were your takeaways like? Did you get takeaways when you were growing up? Were there, what were the options like? Because we drove through the high street, there's loads of stuff now. There's, you know, yeah. restaurants and it's like, a it's, bit, it's, really... it's, it's quite, because it's the suburbs, it's quite a lot of chain stuff. Yes. Which again is sort of us getting used to it around here because you can get so many wanky, interesting yeah. things in London. There's just not that around here. <laughs> I just want some interesting wank, that's what I'm asking. So what was the interesting wank you were into? In... Um, oh, well, during lockdown, we went wild. I was talking to you about a place I used to love 
near where we where you live, I used to live, um, yeah. uh, called My Neighbours the Dumplings. Fantastic, yeah. Which just amazing dim sum, really great. Um, I remember we found like an amazing like tapas place um, that yeah just gave you a whole tapas board. We just yeah went we just ex- experimented on delivery. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you get delivery much still? Are you, yeah, you you do. Okay. Yeah, we have it. I would say at least once up to three times a week. Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Are you the sort of person who goes okay Wednesday night is takeaway night or is it just like this has been such a bad day? Let's yeah, just get I can't be asked takeaway. To cook. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get takeaway. Because that's what happens with me. I have the great plans of cooking and then parenting and stuff like that gets in the way and the day crumples in on itself. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm eating a burger in front of Escape to the Country. Tree yeah. in my pants, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So By the time like, you of... put a kid to bed, and the idea of coming down and cooking, and then cleaning the sodding kitchen for the thousandth time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, just get a takeaway. But we always go for like an on like a weekday, we'll go like for a Nando's or something, which is like oh, you know just the chicken and like like veg, so it's like healthy. But then okay. weekends, Friday pizza, yeah, Saturday. Who knows? Maybe a burger. Okay, nice. A brioche burger. So you, so moving back here then. So, mm. so growing up, did you get takeaways and stuff like that? Did you say mm, was it? Not really. Mum and Dad don't really do it now that much. Yeah. Um, so all I really remember is the occasional fish and chips. Never Indian because I don't think I had tried an Indian until I was in my twenties. I was too really? scared. Yeah, too stupid. That's okay. And then. <laughs> I don't think I looked at a tomato until I was about 28. Like, I've I've really come on in the last few years. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So what did you eat growing up? What were your go-to? Well, the the takeaway I remember is getting is is, um, Chinese. And I remember just always loving the Peking duck. Mm -hmm. So Mm. much so that I remember, like, getting (laughs) the bone (laughs) of the Peking duck and literally taking it upstairs and putting it in a drawer in my room just so I could literally suck Suck the bone. (laughs) It's like an eight-year-old girl obsessed. It's just so tasty. Were you one of the crudes? What is that? Do you remember that, that cartoon about cavemen? Yeah, but it's really weird. But it was just so freaking delicious. That is, so did you have a bedside cabinet yeah. full of bones? Yeah. <laughs> did your parents know this was what don't you know. Were doing? I don't know if it was secret bone sucking or if it And was, was it just with the Peking duck or was it? That's there the only thing I remember. That you would take up and sneak in your room. I remember also like I, oh, I do remember like putting a little glass of orange squash in my drawer and finding that, and I'd be like, I can. I was obsessed with that. I always wanted a drink when I was younger. Mum, can I have another drink? And like, if we're going out for dinner, can I have a, can I have two drinks? That was the most exciting <laughs> thing. And so to be able to have squash that I could access my home like whenever I wanted. Yeah. In my bedroom drawer, that was quite exciting. So I think I used to yeah, used to squirrel that in there too, next to the bones of the duck. <laughs> was it a household that would be open to? To that kind of thing, like, would you think what your household is, is open to that kind of thing? <laughs> it's a very niche question. <laughs> Some households wouldn't wait. Like, if you're being want... raised by wolves, that's the sort of thing. That sort of household that would be a pack would be okay with that sort of thing. That's incredible. So, did you have you carried this habit on any further in life? So, when you were at university, for example, did you? Oh, I don't think I was being fancy enough to have Chinese takeaways no, okay. at uni. No, what do we have at uni? A lot, of, a lot of Indians at uni when I was growing up by that point. So I remember we would sit, literally, it was our favourite takeover, it was called York Spice, we went to York Uni, and my little like housemates, we would sit by the, uh, by the house phone, and as soon as it hit, would hit five o'clock, that's when they opened. So that's when we would ring, and we would be like eaten and finished by, by the time Neighbours starts, that's what the aim was. To wolf it down? To wolf it, oh, okay. just absolute dream. Your orange squash thing has made me think of an idea I had for a uh, piece of furniture, which I think is quite a good idea, which mm. is a... Because isn't it awful? I, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're... I'm constantly waking up and I'm thirsty and I have that little pitiful glass of water, which I mm. seem to finish mm. about midnight. Mm. And as you have kids, as I kind of do, if I want to go and get another glass of water, I'm worried about waking up yep. Charlie as well. Yep. So it's a bedside table and it, it has a vat of water in it and then you press a button and you can fill a tap. So it's, it's like a... What did you need? 
Do you mean just one of those water? Yeah, like it's basically like a water yeah. filter. It's a water, water filter, which is also a bedside table, but it's concealed in nice mahogany, and it has a little tap. So rather than having to walk through your house to get some a glass of water in the night, you can just press it, and there you are. You can keep refreshed. I don't think it's the best idea you've ever had. Well, I'll be honest. I would just say get a large flask or something. <laughs> say fill up the cup. There'll be a, there'll be a lot of parched listeners nodding in no, agreement what, now. Even if you had a pint of water yeah. next, you would finish Polish that. it off. Is Easy. it well, you, would you just polish off whatever receptacle you fill? If you had a washing up bowl full of liquid, <laughs> of course, would you darn that? Okay, let, I'm not going to lie. Let me think how big it would be. So, pint easily, two pints would definitely finish that. What's bigger wrong than with that? You? I would say like a, a small office bin. <laughs> I would say four pints of water I could easily drink during the night. Is I, that lots? I don't drink anything in the sorry, night. Sorry, four pints of water give, if I was during the night? If I was given the opportunity... I oh. think you need to see a doctor because you that's do. an exceptional <laughs> amount of water to want to drink. You must go to the loo a lot. Maybe, yeah, maybe once or twice in the night. As oh well. my God, how do you sleep? So Inter your kids waking you up, <laughs> you're, you're drinking and you'll have to go for a wee the whole time. Yeah, it's quite it's a sort of, yeah, it's quite an up and down night, to be honest. How am I come out of the weirdo when 10 seconds ago we were talking about you <laughs> sucking on old duck boats? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get to choose what you had when you were growing up? And uh, who decided what the takeaway was going to be? Was it like a, was it a treat for you? Is it a thing that you would, or was it like? I think it would be parents. I don't remember having a choice in it. But it was it really wasn't a very common thing, I don't think. Yeah. So yeah, I think it would be just I think it would basically just be Chinese fish and chips or maybe a pizza. Yeah. That was quite exciting when Pizza mm. Express started doing you could take them home. Yes. Maybe my dad's going to drive to Pizza Express. I think there's some of the magic of it is lost that people don't go to the takeaways. Now. Well, this is the thing that oh, Josh really? that Josh Whittacombe was saying. He was like, when they would go to get their ended takeaway, it wouldn't mm. be delivered, they'd get in the car and they'd drive to it. And that journey was for them, him, like, just pure joy mm. of, like, the excitement yeah. of getting a takeaway. I love a guy knocking on the door and giving you food. I think that's Do magic. You? Yeah. I don't want to drive anywhere. But isn't it something about getting there and the looking delivery. at the, la like the laminated menu and thinking, oh, what am I going to get, and listening to the hubbub and waiting for it to come out? Is there, is there not something about that? No. That I find stuff. <laughs> okay. <I can't. laughs> Sitting in the waiting room, having four pints of water and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then needing a week. Needing a week, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember ever doing that, actually. Actually properly going in and ordering. But it's a nice interactive... For me, that's, I think there's a lot of joy in that. Sometimes you go to an Indian restaurant and you're popped in that little area while everyone else is sort of sat having the meal and you've got there's a small, low table and oh, you sit yeah, there and you yeah. wait and maybe have half a cobra or whatever, but it's kind of... Yeah, and you, I read, find that really and you read the leaflets, the takeaway leaflets yeah. that are there. Do you not miss that at all? It's difficult with an Indian takeaway because I definitely don't miss that for two reasons. One is if I go to an Indian takeaway, A, they, I think I'm a delivery driver <laughs> or they think I'm a person working at the Indian takeaway. Okay. Or thirdly... They'll talk to me in Hindi, assuming that I understand, mm. and they'll want to like get a quick rapport going, and I just won't have it at all. Right. So mm. then I'll really struggle to decide what I'm ordering. Then I'll freak out and something like order like the chips on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's a giveaway. Run off. And then get out. <laughs> run away. Oh, so I've never had one since. Your <laughs> <laughs> embarrassment. So um, okay, so that's, that's you growing up then. So mm. what about when you went to uni in York then? So you'd, you'd have your, your Indian meal. Were you mm. eating well at uni? Were you kind mm. of what was your no, lifestyle was... then? The first time I really cooked for myself, so it was a lot of pasta and dolmio, I remember oh, that. Lovely. And if I wanted to really treat myself, there would be some bacon cut off and shoved <laughs> in. Um, maybe, yeah, some, like, basic cheddar on top. That, yeah. I remember that a lot. Yeah, I did a lot of cereal. I'm, a, I'm obsessed with cereal. It's not my favourite food in the world. So I think there was what a lot... Have? Well, I have to restrain myself because, okay. I mean, you've heard the bone story. You can imagine where it would go. Yeah. So I have to... Um, <laughs> we have very, like, boring, like... 
brown cereal in there, so it's like Weetabix and Shreddies, that sort of thing. Yeah. If, if I had a box of Curiously Cinnamon in that cupboard mm. right now, yeah. I, all I would be thinking about while talking to you is that there's Curiously Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> when I go, I can have some. That's one bad thing about having an open plan living um, kitchen yeah. diner. You can't secretly eat anymore. Well, not if you keep the bones in your in your cupboard. No. <laughs> so, where, were you, where were you previously secretly eating? Um, well, in like in my old house, the kitchen and the living room were like separated. Yeah. So my husband watching telly, he had no idea what I was up to in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, Bloody yeah. Bloody no idea. Now he can see me. So yeah. I have to like have like really, it's really nice. Oh, he's got a call late at night. Oh, okay, dear. Great. So, so I love my uh, girlfriend Claire so much. But when she <laughs> goes it's out for absolute evening, dream, it's the best it? thing in the world. Do you go feral? I go proper I go food so, feral. It's so bad. I watch a movie that I would never get away with, mm. and, and I'll have Chinese, and I'll like pork balls, all that sort of stuff, pork yeah. crackers, all this sort of stuff. And then I will dispose of it and hide it and make yeah. sure it's all gone by the time she gets oh, back. Now, yeah. I used to, when I used to, when I used to come in from gigs late at night, yeah. do you remember that when gigs happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would come in, and I would, my, one of my go-to things to do would be coming in and opening the bin to see what my husband's eating for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> see if there's any bones left. <laughs> <laughs> he got to back. And is that just out of pure curiosity? Do you want to call him out, or is it for inspiration? It's <laughs> uh, just in, interest. I've, I'm always very interested in what people you know, have eaten for lunch. There's another way you could, you could ask him. He's, a, he's asleep. <laughs> okay. I'm asleep. It's 1am, Tom. I'm not an animal. I'm not going to make him out. I'll just look in the bin like just a normal person. <laughs> well, is that because you're worried that he's not eating well? No. I couldn't okay. give a shit about that. I just want to know what he's had. Honestly, it really wouldn't be that interesting. It would just be like, oh, he's had the tortellini and the tomato mascarpone sauce. OK, Good. right, I know that then. I'll go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> just start on my words. Maybe check he's not had your Curiously Cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good, they are. You know, mm, so like, good. Like crack. Did you say, yeah, you know Henry Widdicom, Josh yes. Widdicom's brother? Right. He, um ran the Twitter account for Curiously Cinnamon, I think it was. Is that right? For, uh, for a year. I don't know what you're looking well, for. He loves it as well, and he went on it, and it was said, if you've got some comments, send us something on at Curiously Cinnamon. He went on it, and he realised they'd never actually claimed it. So he just ran it and sent out tweets from Curiously Cinnamon for a year. All God. stuff about cinnamon and things that are curious. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they Very got in contact and went, oh yeah, <laughs> can we have that back, please? That's amazing. Yeah. I, I wrote somewhere that I love cereal. And I think I had it on my bio, maybe on my website. Like, I love cereal, I'm only writing this, so I hope someone from Kellogg's will see it one day. Well, they did. And I got sent so much, but it was like a, a Labrador being like locked in a Greg's. I had, I, it was so exciting for me because they sent me my favourite cereal, which is called Start, that doesn't even run anymore. Like, have you That's like such Start? an 80s cereal. Oh, what is like, cereal? Um, I've not heard of this. Cereal. Had like an athlete on the front. Yeah, it was about making you good at swimming, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you tell so your son, yeah, it's going to make you good at swimming, and it's really sugary cereal. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they don't do it anymore, but they sent me loads of boxes. I had so many boxes, I had to... Too many kids drowned, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> That's why they had to take off the... <laughs> I can do it, Mum! <laughs> off the deep end. Oh, Never seen again. Yeah, I had, to give, I had to give loads of it away. I had to get, take so loads of it away. how many boxes do you I had, have? like, multiple big, like, you know, <laughs> like, proper brown cardboard boxes full of cereal, and I had to take it to the food bank, because I was like, this is not going yeah, to end yeah, yeah. well. Would you, would you eat cereal at night before you go to bed, yeah. that kind of thing? If my husband was People here, do do that quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, so, <laughs> be like, if I had a good gig or a bad gig, what I would, my classic would be to come off the train, go to the newsagent, and some people buy, like, <laughs> vodka or something. I'd go in and go and get, like, a packet of fruit and fibre and two pints of semi-skimmed and then just go home. Like, I can nail a pack of cereal in, like... I think my, my personal best is probably, I would say, 12 hours a whole box. 
a whole of like fruit and fibre. Yeah. A fruit and fibre? Yeah, it really gets things going. No, so it does <laughs> <laughs> the 12 hours. Ooh, risky. <laughs> so, uh, so you're going straight fruit and fibre. You're not mixing something in there for a bit of, of joy and pleasure or a bit of Occasionally I'll do a cocktail, but okay. I like the purity at night, so it would be pure Cocoa Pops, pure fruit and fibre. What okay. would you say to people who uh, have yoghurt with their cereal? Because I know friends who do that. They'll have... No, you're trying to do a granola. Just own it. <laughs> Just know what you want. Don't make this weird... <laughs> Granola is awful for you. Yeah, it's really sugary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that for about a year and a half when I was trying to lose weight, I used to eat loads of granola uh. and then someone went, you know, that's not the worst thing you can have. It's like, oh. Oh, Tom. Yeah. Um, I am always impressed by your daughter's breakfast size. Oh, yeah, which I think she's probably got it for me because she loves cereal as well. Yeah. And she just, yeah, she just eats a lot. She loves, when you say, what's your favourite food? Cake. Okay. Oh, and she like does not share food, like you know, like friends. Joey doesn't yeah. share food. She's yeah. like that. She went to my mum's the other night, the other day, and um, my my mum was upstairs. And my dad said to her, like, "Here's a biscuit for you, and here's yeah. a biscuit for Nanny. Go and take them up." She took them both and wouldn't give it to my mum and just sat on the stairs and ate both the biscuits. <laughs> She's a proper little yeah. So how truffle. do you get her to eat the? She just of her own volition will go. I'm going to have a Weetabix and some ready break. And yeah, she was like, "I want daddy cereal, Weetabix, I want shreddies, I want crunchy band." I think my excitement has just rubbed off on her. You know, I'm such a, an influence. <laughs> That's You're my a child. Yeah. I know some parents get very worried about their children having sugar and them going mental. But I've um, I saw an episode of Super Nanny about ten years ago where <laughs> they did an experiment where kids had sugar and then one group of kids didn't have sugar, but all the parents thought they did had they had eaten like loads of Haribo or whatever. And um, it was just pure perception. The parents assumed because their child had sugar that they they said, Oh, they're hyperactive, they're you know being naughty. It's absolutely bullshit. It has really a negligible effect on child's children's behaviour. So I'm like, have That's a bloody really cake, interesting. mate. It is. Just Listen the way to me again, Tom. Yeah, the it's how you, you perceive it. Yeah. And often they have that kind of food because they're at a party. Well, of course they're going to be excited because they're around all their mates. When you were pregnant, did mm. that was how was your eating then? Did it go? Did you have any weird cravings? Is it mad? Were you kind no, of? You, I had you no pretty, weird okay. cravings. I had to have a lot of. Um, I felt nauseous a lot, so I had a lot. I was constantly snacking on like mini cheddars were my go-to snack. Um, so I would, I would be like in meetings, being like, I know when I was pregnant. I'd be like, sorry guys, I'm just gonna get out my mini cheddars. <laughs> Really unprofessional. I was like, I'm going to puke unless I do this. Yeah, I'll yeah. just pretend this is normal. Yeah. How's it? How's your your piece? Well, I've just hit the stuff crust. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try some of your margarita. So, so there are other types of stuff crust, aren't there? There's like there's a hot dog filled stuff crust. I've heard of that one. Have you ever done this? No. That sounds awful. Well, it's my exactly. friend Anna said it was like a skirting board of sausage. <laughs> Amazing description. But nobody's ever nobody's ever got to the cross and thought, I wish what this is lacking is a hot dog. No. It doesn't feel like it's something that you... I never want a hot dog in my life. I've got a few specific Domino's questions. Okay. Mm. When you're ordering them, I say, are you the sort of person that's concerned about the deals? Because I will spend ages trying to work out the exact combination that will be the cheapest way of doing it. And there's all these family deals and all these sort of things, eating mm. for one, blah, blah, blah. I'll try to go through the system and work out the way to trick it. Yeah. Are you, do you bother doing that? I think I'll have a look, but then they always include a drink and I'm like, I don't mm. want your seven up, babes. Yeah. Keep that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, I'll do my own thing. Um, so no, I never do, I never do that. Do you, do you, are you really quite I, do, I, I, I will take ages trying to work out what is the cheapest way of doing it. I'm like that. Also, I will take ages trying to decide what to order. So if Claire and I are ordering, sometimes she'll have something different. Hers will arrive 20 minutes after, whatever, and I will still be searching. Hang on, so you, oh, have, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have, you have separate takeaways? We do have separate takeaways. <gasps> wow. This yeah. is, wow. is, I don't know, this is weird. Is that, is that that's, weird? That's weird. Okay. Well, not weird, unusual. Okay. Let's label it that way. So, so how, what will you be having and what yeah. will she be having? Well, she, she will normally go for a slightly healthier thing, and mine won't be as good, but I will try to claim it is. 
So um, she will have something like faux or something like that from yeah. the Vietnamese, yeah. which she will order very quickly. <laughs> and I will, meanwhile, I will be cross-referencing um, different Turkish places uh, and Googling and trying to work out which is the best, you know, wrap I can get by bar. Can, so, I, um, yeah. can I just ask, when... <laughs> How did you start deciding that you were going to do separate orders? I feel like that came out of an argument rather than, <laughs> rather than you both naturally yeah, decided to order true. something in different times. So just talk me through the first so, moment well, you I, thought, I, you know what, I'll just order separately to you. I think you both want to enjoy your takeaway. Have a nice, you don't always want the same thing. So we, I, did, we I, went through... I would just never think of that's even an option. No. Well, we, even, we went through... Well, OK, the story of this... I think it's the beginning of the end of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got children now, it's fine. <laughs> we all know it's the separate bedrooms, separate takeaways. Yeah, exactly. What we did initially, we had a thing where we would, work, we would list in notes on my phone all the different cuisines. So it would be Chinese, Indian pizza, all this yeah. sort of stuff. And then we would pass the phone to one another and we would each delete one. <laughs> it would go down and down, leaving us with the final one. It would say, I said, Turkish or something. We'd look at each other, we'd kiss for maybe two to three minutes, and then we'd order. <laughs> but often, I would be thinking, I just really want Turkish. I just annoy she deleted Chinese. And that she had the last go, so basically it was her decision. So I thought, right. what if we just had separate takeaways? So sometimes, we don't always do this, but sometimes mm -hmm. we'll do that. It doesn't mean that I'm eating my takeaway about an hour after her, because I've been spending ages trying to work out what I have. Is that weird? It's it's I've never heard that before. Yeah. OK. So how do you order then? So do you and your husband, unless you're already together, are you sharing dishes? Are you... Yeah. Are you yeah, really yeah. Is it sort of collaborative? Sharesies, yeah. Sharesies. Okay. Does someone take control? Uh, no, whoever's not doing the bath time with the baby. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, just switch, yeah, yeah, flip-flop. Yeah, yeah. But my husband, when we first started going out, always said that he operated on an open plate policy, which means I can always have anything off his plate. Mm. And reason why I married him. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, with, with our takeaways, it's sort of, yeah, okay. Do you operate on. on a closed plate policy? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah. Um, he's not allowed to come near mine. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's always like... But there's not that many options around here, especially, so it's kind of like, do you want an Andes, do you want a pizza, do you want a burger? So you've yeah. spent the last year, or how long, writing your book then? So how, what's... Oh, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, I spent sort of, yeah, about the last year, actually, yeah. Well done, Tom, exactly the right time. How's that been? Uh, what's... What's writing a book like? I've really enjoyed it, oh, actually, okay. yes. And I think you're probably... Un I think you're, like me, would consider themselves a writer before anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've... Yeah, that's what I've really loved, just to be able to... Especially once the, my kid was back in daycare. Oh, thank God for that. So just to have... Yeah. When she was away and I got, like, a day ahead of me where all I knew that I had to do was write. It was, like, Lovely. the absolute dream day. Um, yeah. yeah, and I've really, I've really, really enjoyed do it. Do you have, like, a writing process? Do you have, like very strict day or is it sort of as things come in? Yeah, for not for stand-up, I don't know. I wish no. I had by now, but <laughs> it's still very ad hoc and I feel like um, there's a lot, I don't know, I feel like I have to do a lot of faffing around before I finally get into the mindset of writing. So, you know, I need to do, oh, I need to do, put that washing, I need to just reply yeah. to that email. I need to sort of get all of that out of my system and then I'm like, the slate is clean and then mm -hmm. I can start writing. And once I'm in it, I really enjoy it, but it always feels a bit like I've got to do my homework. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, once I start it, I really like it. But for writing a book, because it's, it's, um, it's non-fiction all about having a kid, so it felt, it was never like I was like, ooh, what will happen in this chapter? It was all pretty <laughs> linear. Do you know, my husband's a journalist, so he's been doing live shots from the garden. Yeah. And okay. I was like, you know, to, I've got a book about parenting coming out, like, it would be really helpful if you could just let our child run around in the garden in the background. That would be really good PR. <laughs> <laughs>
darling, think about it. Yeah. From the family point of view, you need to do this. So what is, for people listening, what, what is the book? And uh, yeah. It's called My Child and Other Mistakes, How right. to Ruin Your Life in the Best Way Possible. <laughs> Lovely, oh, Lovely you. title. Uh, yeah, and it's just sort of a story. Uh, and I, uh, I say this in the intro, like, it's not like an, an amazing revelatory story. It's the story that so many parents, especially women, have of having a child and nothing bad happens. It's yeah. just a child. But for every time, you know, for every woman that has a baby, it's mind blowing and the tectonic sh- like plates of your life have shifted. And yet we just, oh, she's had a kid. But it's so profound yeah, yeah. and it affects like it affects you so deeply. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just sort of charting that and kind of a love letter to mums, I suppose, and the relationship with your kids. But it's it's very um, it's very funny. But it's also I think I've been quite I've, I've been quite I've been quite honest in it and yeah. um, I think it's really I, th- I think it's really bloody moving in places yeah. now yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I mean, yeah. that's, that's been so much fun. That's been I, really, I think really great. We were, we're actually going to have burger tonight. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We, we, unfortunately, the, the, well, the burger place, burger place not to suggest you've moved out um, to the sticks, to the sticks <laughs> but it's, it's only open Thursday through Sunday. Because everyone knows, but, but it's not, Tuesday night is not really a burger night, is it? No. What night is a burger? What, what, uh, Friday, what's Saturday. Friday, Saturday. I think Saturday is a burger. What's Friday night? Well, sort of fish and chips class, isn't it? Uh, we I go pizza know. Friday night, yeah. and then, yeah, burger Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael's well, already had a burger tonight, so Michael, our producer, can tell us whether it's, uh, is it Tuesday night burger night? I mean, I had a burger for dinner tonight. Well, yeah. there we are, so pre, yeah. I had a pre-pizza burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, Ellie, thank you so much. That's been uh, an absolute joy, and your book is clearly amazing, and uh, I really look forward to reading it. And, uh, Thanks, thank you guys. Very thank you There's very much. There's a lot of food left, so loads. Yeah. I'll just put that in my drawer and suck it later. The wonderful Ellie Taylor there. Loved chatting to Ellie. That was great, wasn't it, Sim? I loved it. It was great. It was a lot. I loved the Domino's selection. I mean, to be honest, I'm now could crave, I could crave another pizza. That's terrible. We're recording this at quarter to nine in the morning, Sim, and you can't do that. (laughs) It's too early. Um, If you are enjoying the show in general as well, dear listeners, please do spread the word and do leave us a review as well. Um, It makes a huge difference to the show. It really does. And we want to get the word out there, get as many people listening as possible. And we have wonderful guests coming up, people like James A. Caster. Uh, We have Rosie Jones, Big Hass, who's a wonderful up and coming chef. Just so many good fun people coming in the episodes ahead. And if you have any great takeaway stories or disasters or any feelings about the importance of dips with pizza, do you agree with Ellie Taylor, then, then contact the show and here is how you can follow us on insta on my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter on fav takeaway pod or email us hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com thanks for listening that was really fun uh, and please tune in next week when we've got the wonderful big hass is such a great chef and we had a really great chat with him see you next week bye bye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 